Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. This week, we're going to talk about habits versus goals. And I know last week we talked about goal setting and creating the right kind of goals, but you can use those goal setting techniques and turn them into habits. So you need to have some goals, you need to have some ideas of where you want to go, but a habit is a little bit different take on something of a goal. So I want to talk about that today. And this episode is being published on January 8, 2014. You can find information and links that I talk about in this episode at renaldiethq.com forward slash 003. And that's on our website, renaldiethq.com forward slash 003. You can also find us in iTunes. I will put the link in the show notes for you to find and subscribe to. And any comments would be appreciated and can be sent to podcast at renaldiethq.com. Again, that's podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at renaldiethq.com. Okay, on to our subject matter. So last week I talked about goal setting, and this week I want to talk about habits. And I want to talk about whether you should use habits or goals to make a change. And when I talked about goals last week, I was thinking about goals as far as long-term goals and what you really can do with a goal over the long term to make your life go well. So I talked about how healthy eating for life is a change in habits and you have to pay attention to calories in your beverages as well as food and how to make smart goals. So a smart goal remember is something that has the specific, measurable, actionable, realistic and time-based. So instead of saying something like I want to lose 5 pounds this year, you'd say I want to lose 5 pounds by the end of January and exercise 30 minutes every day. So when I said I would do this, I wanted to lose weight by the 31st of January, and then I said to do this, I will, and I had a set of habits that I wanted to change. So walk 30 minutes a day, about 150 minutes a week. Write down your food. Plan your meals for a week at a time. Those are habits. And so in order to achieve a goal, I'm trying to change some habits so that over the long term they are finding ways to stick to me. Goals can be short-lived. If you have a goal and your goal is to lose five pounds and all you do is stop eating for a week, that's not going to be a long-term change. A habit is more of a long-term change. Goals 
require you to use willpower. Willpower is not just an unlimited resource. You don't just have as much well of strength that you want from willpower. Willpower is more like a muscle. So think about it as every time you have to resist the cookie when you walk by the cookie jar as like you're flexing your bicep. And over time that's going to get tired and fatigued and you're going to have a hard time resisting that cookie. It can wear out over the day and using it throughout the day by the end of the day you're pretty tired of having to resist that cookie and you're more susceptible to eating it. When you look at something as changing a habit what you're doing is a skill that is developed through repetition. So instead of saying I'm resisting the cookie, I'm not eating cookies anymore, you're doing things like the exercise and you're doing it more one or two things at a time. You're not radically changing everything. So a habit might be that you track the food that you eat. Maybe you have a little app on your phone and you track what food items you eat. Or maybe you just track, in this case, your, your protein that you eat so you know that you're getting the right amount, whether it's higher amount for on dialysis or a lower amount for pre-dialysis. But you're tracking food or you're saying, I'm going to exercise every day. That's not a short-term thing you're like I'm gonna change my habit my habit is gonna be that I exercise I'm an exerciser and it's a skill it's developed through repetition you're repeatedly doing something over and over and over again until you get better at it it becomes part of who you are you're a person who exercises when you exercise every day and you tell yourself the words you use to talk about yourself and to describe what you do, you're going to say things like, I can't, originally you might say, I can't do this, I can't walk for five minutes, I can't walk for two minutes. Well, then walk for one minute. But when you say, I can't, every time you say, I can't, that's taking away your power. So you're releasing your power from your ability to do things. And instead, you should think about using the words, I don't or I choose not to. And so if you say, I don't eat cookies, that's I choose to not eat cookies. That's not I can't eat cookies like somebody else has control over me and is telling me what to do. It's I choose to not eat the cookies. So when you move away from that I can't talk to talking to yourself I choose not to eat the cookies or I choose I don't eat cookies I Have you ever had a friend who says I I don't eat candy and they just never want to eat candy and I don't know if they originally ever ate candy but they just tell themselves that they're not a person who eats candy and guess what they don't eat candy let me tell you a little story that's a little bit off the subject of the dietary stuff, but will make sense of this whole how you talk to yourself a little differently. And it was an opportunity that I had. Um, I was an Army officer, and when I was going through my dietetic internship, 
in San Antonio, I had long hair. And if you know anything about being in the military, or you don't, you can only have hair during, down to a certain length that can't touch your collar so um, of your shirt. So in women, they allowed you to braid your hair and put it up instead of having to cut it off like men do. So I was in my internship and I was still dealing with the whole idea of, of authority and learning how to be an officer in the army and learning how to be a dietitian. And we read the Stephen Covey Seven Habits book. And in the Seven Habits book of highly effective people, it talks about this concept of moving from I can't to saying I choose not to. And I'm going to tell you the silly example because it was very eye-opening for me. I would braid my hair every morning and I was terrible at braiding my hair because I had to try to do a French braid and I was just insistent that I had to do a French braid because I apparently didn't want to do a ponytail. And so I read this and, and I said, I, I can't wear my hair down. I have to put my hair up. And what you do in that exercise is you go through and you change the I can't and I have to to I choose to. Or I choose, I choose to do this or I, or I choose not to um, do something else. And so when I went from saying, I can't wear my hair down, and I had to say, I choose to have long hair. Oh, I know what it was. I couldn't, I said, I can't have long hair. I can't have my hair down. And I had to say, turn around and say, I choose to have long hair. That immediately made me realize Oh, I'm the fact that I have long hair is the reason why I have to put my hair up. And it's a choice I make to not have short hair. So I immediately that weekend went and cut my hair off because I was sick and tired of putting it up. But it changed the way I saw and had that frustration because I thought, I'm bringing this frustration on myself. Now, in this way, it is a lot of simple things like hair, but in a lot of ways, it's just the everything, everyday things that we do in our lives. If you feel about your kidney diet that you have to eat low protein or you can't have the things that you like, you're always going to see it as a thing that you is being imposed on you whereas if you saw it as I choose to be healthy I choose to exercise every day and and strengthen my body I want to have a healthy life those are those are gonna inform your decisions and you're going to act differently about those decisions when they come along. So when the choices, do I walk for a few steps today? Do I try to get some exercise, even if it's only a couple minutes? 
you're going to keep building on that because you're saying to yourself, mentally, I choose to be healthy. I choose to move more often. So over time, habits are a more stable thing and they're harder to change. So you may have a habit, obviously, of watching a TV show, for example, but that requires you to sit down. Now, you can add to that TV show, you can stand up and you can exercise during that TV show. You could get one of those balls and sit there and do some leg lifts or something on it, one of those big round balls. You could walk on a treadmill or you could walk in your living room or in your kitchen or something while you're um, watching the show. But those things you need to find some triggers for yourself to help you get those habits into place. But the good news about them being harder to change is that they're harder for you to kind of get out of. So once you've gotten the habit of exercising, it's harder to stop because you don't feel as good. But it's bad because it is hard to change. Habits are hard to change. So when you make those goals and you know what you want to do and you're looking at what habits do I want to install in my life, Start with the smaller things that are going to be easier to accomplish. And lastly, I want to talk to you about creating a challenge for yourself. When you challenge yourself to do things, like you say, I'm going to exercise for 30 days in a row. Whether that's five minutes of walking intentionally at a little bit stronger pace than you're used to, to being able to walk for 30 minutes or do jumping jacks or do sit-ups or whatever you want to do, whatever's healthy for you, um, challenge yourself to something. It doesn't have to be fitness related. It can be related to your diet. So if you're going to challenge yourself to sticking to a meal pattern for a week or even challenge yourself just to write out your meal pattern every Sunday, and go to the grocery store with a list. Then that might be a big challenge for you because you're used to kind of going willy-nilly and not having a plan and just kind of going as is. Create a challenge for yourself and then post it publicly. You can post it on our website at the www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 003. Post it in the comments and say, I'm challenging myself to do this and then you've posted it publicly and that makes you accountable for it. It makes you push through even when they're hard. So a challenge is one of those things that if you're committed to doing it and you're committed to, to what you want to have as an outcome, you're going to push through and believe me, there's going to be times when you don't feel like it. There's going to be times when you're not sure that you feel like doing it today. And I'll give you an example. I've challenged myself to do 52 podcasts this year. That's one per week. And there are some weeks where we're going to take a vacation as a family, where it's going to be a holiday that week. Um, so several times I'm going to have to make a point of recording a little bit ahead or trying to get a guest on the podcast. And those are going to be challenges for me because I don't want every podcast to be just me talking. But 
it's going to have to become where I can get other people on here and also where it adds value to you, the listener. But I've challenged myself to do 52 podcasts this year. And that's one per week. And I'm going to um, make sure that those happen. The other thing I've challenged myself to is to start an exercise program. And that's probably why I'm talking about exercise so much and kind of working through it verbally because I've challenged myself to do some exercise and I'm going to talk to you about the exercise program at another time in the future and what it is and that's going to be one of my special guests in the near future is someone to talk about some exercise programs that are very appropriate for people with chronic illnesses and people who have some challenges even just sitting, you know, having that limitation of mobility. So to wrap up, this month is about habits, not about resolutions. It's the Healthy Habits Month. And that's because habits last longer. Happy Habits Month. You know, today's, I'm recording this on Monday, the 6th of January and today is called Blue Monday because most people break their resolutions which is very sad break their resolutions by today and and so that's why I want you to make it a habit habit what is your habit going to be stick little things around your house or around your um, in your car to remind you of things that you do have a little piece of paper that you read every morning that says something along the lines of I am a healthy person I write down my foods I don't eat chocolate something like that and and just read those self to yourself every day it puts that in your mind for the day and it keeps it kind of on on top of your um, mind thoughts and you'll find yourself saying to yourself when that chocolate presents itself okay I don't eat chocolate I'm not a I'm not the person I'm not a person that eats chocolate and that should be helpful to you. This month's not about resolutions, it's about habits. Habits last longer and I want to encourage you to develop some healthy habits and to work towards what those habits are for you individually. Um, so let us know in the comments um, on the podcast about what are the healthy habits that you're developing and I will talk to you next week. We're going to talk a little bit more about some recipes and some great plans for breakfast. Thanks for listening.